Hey, Randy, what you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. And Marcus Hurley. We're a bit late doing this, but um, a lot of the outlets have done their list of the year, but uh, I don't know, we've, if Disney insist on putting out like one of the biggest franchise installments at Christmas, uh, you know, I needed a certain amount of time to, to uh, dwell on it and f- <laughs> figure out if it was my favourite film of the year, and... Uh, we did a huge podcast about that uh, last time, uh, or a few weeks ago. I can't remember in what sequence this is all coming out. But um, yeah, uh, to cut to the chase, uh, it was definitely my favourite movie of the year. Um, uh, but we're not going to focus on that. Um, instead, we're going to talk about some other films that we liked. Um, so who wants to begin? We'll start at five and go to one, right? Uh, yeah, if you've if you've assembled it in that kind of order, I I certainly have. Um, and yeah, I'm I if if I might fill it in with uh, some other stuff that's in my like yeah, top ten. If you guys mention stuff yeah. that I've got in mind, yeah, so uh, I've got honourable mentions and guilty pleasures. For... I've got a list of just lots of things. <laughs> just, okay. I didn't realise how many films came out that I'd watched and enjoyed. Yeah, it was a massive list. And I was like, oh. 20 minutes ago. I mean, weeks ago in preparation for this. I literally thought it I was just going to be like, oh, I've only got a few of these. It'll be quite easy. Oh, no. Oh, that was 20. Oh, that was 20. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't help when Netflix are putting out like one every week yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, um, and I think I, I, I think I totaled about Almost seventy films I saw last year wow. that came out last Holy year. Shit balls. Fucking nuts. Cool. <laughs> uh, and that's Rob. with like really cutting down on my cinema visiting because I sort of have tried to knock that on the head a bit, just going to watch everything. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be skipping a lot of the uh, Oscar bait, I think, until <clears> later <throat> in the year. Okay. So expect some expect expect some uh, like much belated reviewage later on when I finally get to see free billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri and all that sort of stuff. I would certainly recommend it. I've heard. Okay. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) I've heard nothing. Yeah, I've heard heard similar things. That is actually out now, so... uh, Yeah, that's why I recommend it. It's a... Yeah. Anyway, we're not doing reviews of films now, we're doing stuff from next year. Who would like to start? Um... I'm not sure I actually have a number five. I have three films. <laughs> okay, I have a number five. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Go on, then. Uh, my number five is going to be a film called Life. 
Oh, that's one of mine. Oh, okay. That's one of mine. Oh, okay. Okay, excellent. Good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, this was this is the... the sci-fi thing in a space station around Earth. Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, uh, and others. Yes. Um, it, I, I do think it's ultimately flawed, uh, but I loved the ending, and I loved most of it the way through. Um, it's the kind of thing that it reminds me of film from, films from the 70s that on kind of the 80s bit conspiracy and a bit dark yeah. and twisted and you don't really know where it's going to go and then holy fuck it goes there yep. um, and somebody you thought would well you know I, I don't want to spoil it but there, there are bits there are things that happen um, oh, how can I word it without spoiling it <laughs> things what happened in a film things what happened in a film somebody there were some explosive performances definitely um, I saw it oh right okay <clears throat> Uh, yeah, and it was it was great, and I don't think many people saw it. I'm very glad somebody else has mm. brought it up. I think we spoke about it last year. Yeah, that was a great um, film. But yeah, it was. It, there needs to be more of that. I think for me, anyway, that's the kind of shit that I want to go and see at the cinema. As, as a one-off tale as well, it's almost felt like a an episode of like the Outer Limits or the Str- or the yes. Twilight Zone, but yeah. with a budget, a full budget to yeah. realise it. Um, and you can almost see this as part of like an anthology, almost like a. That would be great. That would, um, yeah, that would be really good. Yeah, so that's my number cool. five. Cool. All right. Uh, since you both uh, rate that film, I'm going to mention my number five. Mm-hmm. And my number five, uh, I've been kind of. Uh, uh, it's I, I had my top four nailed, like solid. <laughs> I wasn't sure on the order of them, but five was has been changing a lot um and i've decided at the last minute that my number five is john wick chapter two Ooh. nice okay yeah because uh it sort of took the madness of the first film and then kind of just massively exploded it and did like loads of mad world building and yeah. by the end of it i thought wow are we all it all, almost felt like uh it was the matrix you know like it was just so stylized and weird um yeah, they really swung for the fences with that, and uh, yeah, I really, I really I'm, loved it. I'm, um, are we? If people's ones cross over, are we mentioning it now? Because we all, you know, you just you can mention that it's that that it's yours too. Me. But well, yeah. it, for me, yeah, just do it. Um, after much soul searching, weirdly enough, that has come in possibly at my number one. Oh right, okay. Um, weirdly, have, well, I I've already mentioned my number face. one. <laughs> But it's something about the film. It's sort of like when people talk about a film that sparks the magic of childhood and all that sort of stuff. It's strange how an uber-violent action film should do something like that, but it really does remind me of a, a style of cinema that seemed lost to me. Um, and yeah, it was yeah. like going yeah. home every... I mean, it was a massive... I, I, like I've mentioned many, many times my love for the 80s, 90s, possibly early 2000s Hong Kong cinema, which doesn't exist anymore. That genre is gone. It's wiped out when <clears throat> Hong Kong went back to China. The film industry is not what it was. Um, they've made films and they felt different. You know, post House, post Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, the industry has not been the same. Um, yeah. And this film just felt like someone travelled in a DeLorean bringing, you know, John Woo 
from the 90s with him and made a film. <laughs> this is exact, and it's everything I've been hoping for a, a cinema experience, a film. And bearing in mind there was a, already a film out, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as that. I left that cinema grinning like an absolute bastard, and I still do every time I watch it. Um, I, yeah. I just, it's something about it, it just, I love it. I love the world. I'm, I can't wait to see more of it. I just, yeah, I can't get enough. It's ridiculous. It is the new Matrix for me, sadly. But, you know. Yeah, and we're getting a, we're getting a TV show and a third movie I'm, as well. I'm, so I'm happy as a pig in shit. <laughs> yes, the TV show looks great, but we'll get to that, I think. Yeah. It's not going to be out this year, is it? probably not <laughs> but, but I'd say that 2 did a good enough job to make me excited about a thing and not cynical about it yeah okay. that's for sure anyway cool alright uh, so let's do your number 5 then Marcus while you're on a well, roll my number 5 if then has to be I think I've yeah I've, I've gone with this The Handmaiden oh you see, that's the one that yeah. I just pushed out of my top five well, I, and I, replaced it with John Wick 2. I, I have to admit, I was torn between Wonder Woman, which was now number five for ages. Um, but I find yeah. The Handmaiden was more of a... Because I can enjoy you know, Wonder Woman. It was an amazing film. I'll, it's just edged out, I think, for me. Um, but The Handmaiden was such a beautiful film. And this is such an... And again, yeah. it's another old-school style cinema, which... I haven't seen and experienced in so long. Um, so I guess, yeah, which is weird. But for me, that was number five. Okay. No, it all, it almost made my top five as well. Mm. It was such a beautiful film. But I think overall, when I, I was just like, I found it challenging. I yeah. like the twists and turns. That's It was probably the most twisty movie. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, kind of. It was definitely, uh, it was definitely in my wheelhouse. Uh, I loved how some of the scenes were composed, so they would they would they looked beautiful, and then you realised there was actually a reason yeah. for them staging yeah. things that way. Um, and it oh, it just came together wonderfully. So I, good. I, I, Park Chan Wook is <coughs> remains one of the the best and most exciting directors today. I think hmm. I may have to watch that again. That was it was really I good. Say it's good fun, but it's a yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's a good good wholesome family movie. Absolutely, it's yeah. a good romp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, alright Ian then go on uh, what's next for you <laughs> uh, Get Out we're still figuring this Ooh. out at the time no no I, I've got mine uh, my, so number, you... my number four is Get Out uh, awesome nice. I do think my top four are so close together it's, you could just roll a four sided dice and pick any one of them really yeah, um, yeah. but yeah Get Out um, it's a style of movie that really I really enjoy hmm. um, where the twists are supremely unpleasant and yes. remind me of stuff from the 70s and 80s that were <clears throat> kind of niche things uh, that became cult things uh, but I liked that this became a massive thing very quickly undoubtedly for a variety of reasons but what I really liked about it was the story the writing was beautiful um, and I would like to see more people doing this kind of thing. Can I say I'd like to see a sequel? I probably could, but it, it's it's one I of think, those. Ones. I think almost like a, not a reboot, but another story in a similar style in a different setting. Yes. You could take it so or, much further. Or the kind with... of yeah, uh, like Unbreakable and any other films that may have come out recently yeah. that are kind of related to Unbreakable, where it's uh, 
they're kind of set in the same universe where they kind of reference it and stuff. And hmm. I mean, a sequel would just be ridiculous. It would, be, it would become the purge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And I don't mind the purge movies. They're okay. They're, they're fun. Pleasure. But yeah, um, I know what you mean. It would just, it's, yeah. Oh, it's this again. Yeah. Um, Funny enough, that was yeah. um, that just got edged out mm-hmm. on one of my number fives. It was my number okay. five it for was, a while. It was my number five for a little while too. <laughs> um, it's just it, that number five. It's just been. It's yeah. It's definitely. I'll, it's difficult. I'll right? We've done a top yet. eight. God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but then it would be a top twelve. Yeah. True. Well, yeah. I was. I was thinking of top ten. But we we do the telly um, stuff as well, and it would just be it would just go on all fucking night, all week. Um, that's all right. We're happy yeah. to be here, Rob. If you're not, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> let's make it an epic <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Five hours. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay then. Um, yeah. No. Get out. I, I I I'm totally with you there. It was awesome, and uh, definitely uh, came out at a good time as well. Um, and. Yeah, just the whole reveals of it. Mm. It was the twists and turns. And just the fact that he made humour out of just stuff that is, like, real. Yeah. It was, like... It was it yeah. was cool. Um, okay, so my number four is Logan. Ooh. <gasps> yes. Wow, uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, I've, it's been in my... Uh, it's been in my top five all year. Yeah. Uh, it was certainly uh, a fitting send-off for uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine after 17 years. I think he was playing him for. Yeah. Um, I I think it. I think it kind of. I think because it kind of did go a little bit into super vi- superhero convention at the end, <clears throat> kind of kept it away from slightly higher up for okay. me. But. Um, I did love the way it was done. I liked the fact that you could see the consequence of the claws. Mm. Um, I liked all the stuff. All Patrick Stewart was really good in this film as well. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing from your tone that this probably features <coughs> elsewhere. I, <laughs> go on, Marcus, what you got? No, you, uh, for me, it's my, um, it's actually my number two. Ah. Same with me, mate. That's because um, we, we know our shit. I just yeah. thought it was absolutely, <laughs> you know, without mincing my words in any way, shape or form, fucking beautiful. Uh, it was. <laughs> I just thought yeah. it was glorious. It was like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I want to, I want, I mean, I've just seen the Logan Noir come up on my now TV and I, I want to check that out because I want to see what a black and white cut of it yeah, looks like. Yeah, that's, 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 what a beautiful idea that um, is. I just, <clears throat> I haven't, I haven't seen it. I've seen it. I think I've seen it once more. I think I saw it twice in the cinema, and that was it. Yeah. And it still had a profound effect on me. It's still in my psyche. I still yeah. think. I still sometimes find myself thinking, "Shit, that was a good film." <laughs> yeah. In moments, <laughs> I, you know. I certainly hear what you're saying about the ending, Rob. Um, yeah. And I, Wonder Woman. I don't know if that's going to come up, but I, Wonder Woman suffers from the same fate where yeah. it's two thirds. Oh my God comic book stuff can be amazing and then the third yeah. you go oh it's yeah. a comic book thing and that's like I'm not dismissing that it's a comic book movie there yeah. has to be a massive hero fight at the end um, yeah. but I thought Logan took longer to get there um, hmm. and while there's, there are certainly some conventions within it it did its very best to bend them yeah. over and stick three claws up it's nuts yeah. um, oh. which I thought was great uh, and hurrah to Deadpool for and it's, that it's paved the way for um, following the comic book law where the character of Wolverine actually was killed off 
and the X-23 character is now Wolverine. So Wolverine in the comics yeah. is actually the girl, female X-23. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to... Re- I'm going to reserve judgment on any kind of uh, sort of uh, continuation of. Well, they've of already that said that they're, because... they're looking at a, a Wolverine film with her, just to follow the comic line, not necessarily with the same girl, but with the same uh, character. It would yeah. be nice be older. if it could be her. She was awesome. Christ, she was yeah. awesome. But this was all before the Disney acquisition, Bit squeaky, so we don't but know. Yeah, she was good. <clears throat> yeah, and that's now. This- they're curling out the what X Men Dark Phoenix next year. I don't know about year, that. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be a mug and watch it, but only because I, it's, I, I have no I have no expectations of that film whatsoever. Did you my say only, no? Or my low? only my only expectations are that the 20th Century Fox logo will start at the start, and the credits yeah. will be at the end, and there may be some X Men. <laughs> that the is Disney it. One, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, Okay, uh, so we got. Doo, doo, doo. Shall I do one? Whose turn is it now? I've lost track. So that was number uh, four. You did, and yeah, we blatted through a few of them because Logan was all on our list. Yeah. So, Marcus, so, have you got okay. number four? My number four. Yeah. yeah my number four <laughs> actually is uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay. Okay, that's that's my <laughs> number three. <laughs> I <laughs> I think I wasn't sure where to put these films, so I kind of just went with my emotions, which is the best way, really, to enjoy them, I guess. You know, reviews can say everything to you, but at the end of the day, it's how you digest the film and how it makes you feel. Um, number four doesn't mean that I enjoyed it any less than The Handmaiden or any less than Logan. Yeah. Um, I It's one of the few films where I literally... I mean, I've said this in the previous podcast. I sat until the the credits completely finished because I wanted to absorb every single bloody second of this film. Um, the end score had me in tears. <laughs> okay. It was just Hans Zimmer's take on the Vangelis theme. I loved the pacing of the the film in general. I loved the callbacks, the throwbacks to the original without it feeling as though they were just trying to hit the beats and do a, oh, you know, ha, ha, ha. I was waiting for the moment where Harrison Ford was going to make a joke about noodles, which related to the first <laughs> film, and that didn't happen. And I was really happy. Yeah, I was really was happy they, did, yeah, they didn't pander to it. And also, um, you know, there's no spoilers, he didn't kill off his character, which I expected. Um, yeah. It, it just felt like such a good film. It felt like being back in that world and having watched them back to back, one of the best experiences I've had. I can't believe those films are so far apart from each other. It actually uh, kind of uh, highlighted some moments from the first movie yeah. that kind of almost made the first movie better in a way. Um, I think that they, the fact that they keep the, the thing yes. uh, nebulous throughout is good too, to preserve that uh, legacy. And there was, I, like. I mentioned there was a little Easter egg in there um, with a certain photograph, which shows a certain vehicle, which although cut from the Canon, I thought was an interesting little throwback. Um, Oh, yeah. There's a photograph in there. I don't know. We're not really. Well, it's still out for a while, so I'm not really going to spoil it. But there's a photograph in there, yeah. and there's a vehicle in that photograph. And that vehicle is um, from the scene at the end, which was then removed oh. when they're driving off. Oh yeah, which was uh, outtakes from The Shining. Was it? <laughs> yeah, when they're driving their car yeah. along, they just went, "Yeah, we need some of this," so it, they gave them some b-roll oh wow 
from The Shining, Stanley Kubrick sort of man. And it continues to humble into all of the lore. <laughs> but yeah, I thought bits like that were Trivia quite... Trivia fans. I thought bits like that were quite nice. You know, I saw it and I immediately went, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just felt so good. It didn't feel as though I was in there for too long. And there are some films where I felt like my butt cheeks have turned to stone, but I... When it was wrapping up, I thought, oh, wow, it feels like it's finishing. I didn't really want it to. Um, yeah. No, I had a really good time with that, too. Um, yeah, like I said, made the first film better for me. Because I, I, I watched the first film prior to seeing the new mm. one. and um, I was always a bit kind of meh about it. I mean, I love the world building, but I, I just, I don't know, it never really hooked me. Um, but I, I really enjoyed what... Um, yeah. Uh, any Villeneuve did with the uh, the new one. Just the fact that he didn't fuck it up is probably an, a I, good enough yeah, achievement. it's amazing. That, to me, is stunning. I just can't believe it felt like the same creator and the same mindset. And it was just like he went off, took a break, and then brought out a sequel like two years later. Yeah. That's what it felt like. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay, so that's three for me and four for you, Blade Runner 2049. Ian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is The Girl With All The Gifts. Oh, bloody hell. I forgot that came out this year, did it? I, I'm yeah, fairly well, sure it did. I, uh, I think it came out in America this year, so I'll give you that. I think it was the end of... I thought it came out in America first and then this year. Oh, okay. Well, whatever, mate. If it was a film you loved this year... It was a film you can that have I loved this year. Ian? Most definitely. Ian? This is all about you. To hell with the critics. <laughs> to hell with us. Team, really. <clears throat> to hell with us, though. No, it's all about you. What are you know. Um, it could be Smurfs. We won't judge you. <laughs> could be Fifty Shades Darker. We won't judge you. Um, yeah. Annoyingly, I'm trying to look. For, I'm trying to name drop, but I can't find the name. Um, <clears throat> damn it. Um, yeah, I, I. It took that particular genre and took it somewhere that made it not 28 days later. It, was, it wasn't a dawn of the, or of the dead type stuff. Um, it had some really great performances, and I really loved the ending. So, uh, yeah, it ticked all the boxes for me. That's all I can say. Really. I like, yeah, I'm trying to remember that. Uh, it had a really good, um, like, I love the way that they rendered the, apo- the post-apocalypse, hmm. where it was kind of like, all overgrown yeah. and uh, and and just it did it had a very Last of Us feel. I, it was it was I also remember. the kind of weird school bits as well. Was, yeah, and yeah. it was just like little things. Um, Good I found morning, that Mrs. I found that really intriguing. And then there was the fact that they seemed okay, but then they had this almost piranha-like reflex whenever sort of blood or anything. And came they were all about. done up like Lecter's children, yeah. which was yeah. It's the only time that I've really got on board with the whole sort of uh, conscious zombie type mm. thing, because they were basically the spawn of turned mothers, weren't they? That's that's the way it all. I think that was the setup, if I remember it right. They'd been in the mothers had been infected or the in the womb mm. or something. Possibly, yeah. That's how they. I think that's. I think that's the fiction of it. I I can't remember, but I I did. I found that all quite interesting. Like the origin of, of how mm. that all came to be. Um, and, and, and the, and the way that, uh, like there was this kind of, that, that, that there was like a, a faction that had kind of 
got gone feral and just kind of the interactions with them that was quite cool and the sacrifice at the end it's all quite um yeah it's all quite bleak really yeah um, for some reason truly to its core yeah but it kind of had it kind of came together really well it wasn't too depressing considering how bleak it was but Mm. um but yeah cool all right uh okay um marcus do you want to do your number three my number three um is star wars the last jedi okay oh okay um only because I just felt that as fantastic as a film it was, um, the other two just had a bigger effect on me, like from the start during the and everything. Yeah, Rogue One, like, you Logan mean, and, and Force yeah, Logan and John. Wick. Oh, the other two yeah, in other your two list. In my, sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, they just had more of an effect on me, so that's why they're higher up in my <clears> personal <throat> list. But this film was a lot of fun. I mean, you've talked about it. We've talked about it. We've all talked about it. We all know. Let's not beat the <laughs> Imperial drum anymore. But yeah. yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, all I all I'll add to that is that um I watched it a second time last week <laughs> and yeah. any reservations whatsoever I had with it uh were extinguished. I just love the whole message of it's- it and I'm so hopeful for the new direction that Star Wars has pivoted. It is crazy how clearer and- it becomes once you know what once you've muddled through the initial thing of what it is and yeah. you watch it a second time knowing that you spot you i think you said it you spot things earlier on and you spot the the setups of things earlier on and the reasons and the responsibilities and stuff and yeah it's just so much to process I, it was all so jumbled in my yeah. head when i sat down and watched it a second time i was like oh holy fuck i completely f- forgot how awesome it begins like yeah. with that awesome like x-wing action and stuff like yeah. so cool uh you could be cynical about it and say that they've gone this way specifically so that they can just keep making these films forever which um, is true but, but in the old format you know as a little green dude would say page turners they were not <laughs> <laughs> because eventually you're going to run out of siblings you know we're going to be following luke's great 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 grandchild who ends yeah. up being Jar Jar Binks by some weird Ouroboros. Um, you know, it's it's how far can you go with it, to be honest? Um, well, hopefully hopefully Kylo will get his in the next yeah. one, and that will be the The universe is a lot bigger, and I want to see more of it, you know? Yeah. That was that was honestly part of Ryan Johnson's decision to, uh, to decide... Well, we're, it's past January the 15th now, so spoilers are fair game. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to make her a nobody just makes it better because yeah yeah it makes it more realistic yeah um if if it can ever be well so there's anyway. a point where i made um a lot of people are complaining about a uh, usage of the force and i think i said it to a comment that you made i said um you know there are a lot of fight a lot of people that are quite adept at fighting without being formally trained yeah they just understand it there's an element of being a prodigy prodigy means you have a natural understanding and affinity towards something and all training would do is just someone giving you their opinion to show that. So, yeah, that's it. Don't need it. It's done. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, you know, I agree. Um, yeah, I'm just going to quickly do my number two. Um, 
and then we'll end on your number one, Ian. But my number two is Dunkirk. Oh, which... it's all covered now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, is <Yeah>. it? <clears throat> oh, you you got round to that, did you? Uh, I did. Uh, I bought it. But yeah, I've I bought the Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> wow. I just can't watch it enough. Just can't watch it enough. What? Really, it's a masterpiece. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, bloody hell! Oh, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I appreciate what he did with time and everything, but for me, like. Just, just seeing that in seventy millimeter IMAX was was just nothing short of virtual reality without the glasses, <laughs> as I think Commode put it. But um, no, it really was like just, um, just so immersive. Uh, the soundtrack is incredible. I still listen to it. Um, the, the way that it's just ticking for like literally like an hour and a half, and then suddenly stops, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> fuck. Also, the, it's just <laughs> the use of practical effects. I've seen the behind yeah. the scenes shit now, so. You can doze off for a moment if you like. Um, there's Sorry. minimal CG stuff. The planes were real. Uh, the people on the beach were real. And they used cardboard cutouts of photo characters in the distance. Um, there's never any faces of Germans shown. So there's no oh, wow. humanization of the enemy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's <clears> true. Yeah, I remember that. They're always or a bit... The, the, they're never cl- clearly in focus, the enemy. So they're always mysterious. Um... <clears throat> And there's a if you have what I would recommend the film markets. I yeah no no, it's definitely on my list. I'm glad it wasn't because it would have been on this list as well. Once you've seen it, the guy who's done a like a short compressed uh, old black and white without sound version of it, Um, and the visuals just fit perfectly with that with a nice little vignette around the side. Yeah, it looks great. It's it's a proper war film without preaching politics or anything. It's just about the soldiers. Yeah. Or Sorry, it's about the people, not just yeah. the soldiers. Yeah, it's great. Nice. <clears throat> cool. Well, that's uh, that's some cool uh, like crossover there, a few bits that aren't in each other's lists. Um, almost were. I'm quite l- looking forward to like aggregating this together and coming up with our definitive uh, hmm. ranking um, combined because <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going to come out on top at all uh, but yeah uh, that, I, that's our that's our top uh, four, five films each so, sorry Marcus um, I've, what was I've your got a couple one? of views my number one was um, John Wick oh, of course, chapter yeah, two yeah, John Wick two yeah. which whilst not you know technically in the same pantheon as something like Dunkirk just had a kind of as I said before profound it's, effect on me it's also made me go a bit wibbly I, I just I have to say that I, could, I also bought Blade Runner 2049, hmm. um, and I just could not get through it. I lasted about yeah. halfway through, and then I gave up. Really? Um, so, yeah, I mean... But that, I just I just I think that that's just the beauty of cinema, from, though, because... It is. It, I mean, it's all subjective that, at the yeah, end of the day. But, but that's the thing. I, I, I mean, I'm off this. No, it's no secret. I'm pretty much known as the comic booky guy on this podcast you know i love i love a good marvel movie i love a good dc movie yet to make one a few are okay but um and um you know but stuff something like blade runner kind of goes before that i used to watch that when i was younger and it's just i don't know something about the world i think i'm i'm a i'm a bit of a a cyberpunk noirist at heart so whenever something like that comes up I just can't help it. It's something in my soul just resonates. And I think that might be what I get a little bit from bits like John Wick and Logan as well. It's There's a weird sort of... I mean, Logan is almost like a Western. 
John Wick is kind of like a Western in all sense. Yeah. That is the yeah, one yeah, guy absolutely. who is justice. Whereas this just feels, you know, Blade <laughs> Runner reminded me of an old Japanese pacing or Swedish pacing, which I also enjoy because I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm like an action junkie old man at heart or something. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just odd. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a genre fan as much as I am a film fan. Mm. And I think like my top four, at least, uh, kind of, I feel like I, I just lent a certain amount of importance to those films. And that's why those four just couldn't move. Uh, <laughs> I, the, the, the order changed within them, but all four of them just, yeah. I could, they wouldn't budge. Um, and so that's why number five was like, uh, what do I do? Do I just go for something I really, that was technically best, like The Handmaiden? Yeah. Do I go for something I had a ball with, like John Wick? Or yeah. do I, uh, I mean, Get Out was in there for, for a moment of like cultural significance, I guess. Um, but there were three others that were in contention. So if we just want to wrap, yeah, run yeah. through like a few yeah. sort of worthy, noteworthy, uh, didn't quite make it the cut. Um, Split yep. was one of the best oh, times shit. I had in yeah. the, in yeah, the yeah. cinema this year. Yep. The 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 realization at the end of that just shit. fucking rocked my world, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't say a word about yes. it to and, anyone and Christ, except go and see it. And by Christ, thank you for not ruining that one as well. Yeah, thank you, my friend. Yeah, well, yeah, I owed you that one at least. <laughs> it took you nearly um, twenty years to play it back. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just by not saying yeah. anything. Yeah, well, I appreciate um, it. Uh, another one, uh, surprisingly, uh, of all the Marvel films that came out this year, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is probably the one that stayed with me the longest. It's got a very sweet message about sort of fatherhood mm. and like stepfatherhood, which I can relate to massively. And uh, Matt had it on the other day and when I came home and I, I just ended up sitting down and watching it because I was just like, this is a beautiful bit of cinema. Um, that. And finally, the only other one I wanted to call out was uh, Brawl in Cell Block 99, which mm. I watched on John, of uh, previously of this parish, his recommendation. Uh, it's by the guy that directed Bone Tomahawk, forget his name <laughs> off the top of my head, which is a very grisly film, um, but nowhere near as grisly as Brawl in Cell Block 99, which has some of the most bone-crunching destruction i have ever seen um vince vaughn is basically this quite sort of tough bald geezer with a mad tattoo on the back of his head who's uh just has a normal job you think the first time you see him you think he's gonna he's gonna flip out and kill somebody but he's like no he's just very honorable very uh considered and uh thoughtful in his actions uh ends up getting involved in some shady things and gets in prison and basically sort of it's very deliberately paced and like the final kind of hour of the film is kind of his journey into the <coughs> pits of hell and uh, and everything you can imagine him having to do to get there. Um, so I would recommend that um, some of the effects, it's all very practical in camera, like old school in a way that is like if they focused on it for like a little bit longer, it would look silly, but mm. it's just kind of. It's just oh, just it just had a big effect on me. Uh, it's on Amazon. I, I don't think it's on Prime yet, but um, it's definitely worth checking out. So that's my that's my like uh, 
recommendation of films that you might have missed, you know. Okay. So nice. from this year, if uh, guys go ahead, if you've got any yourself, have you got any, Marcus? Um, I don't know. I couldn't make up my mind. I mean, I had a load of fun ones which I really enjoyed. Um, one was Kingsman: The Golden Circle, um, which because it was just a hilarious, hilarious ride. Um, you know, sometimes you go to the cinema, you're you. It's great to watch a beautiful piece of cinema, but sometimes you just want to be entertained thoroughly. And yeah. I left that cinema just feeling like I got off a roller coaster, and it was that much fun. <coughs> you know, yeah. could have had my hands in the air at some point. Um, same with Spider-Man Homecoming that I really enjoyed that I had Guardians of the Galaxy 2 on there as well um, had the Lego Batman movie as well for just a strange oh yeah of... we didn't saw that for my birthday yeah. I called uh, it last, after because I missed it year. then yeah oh yeah um, this year it's Black Panther by the way so yeah. oh yeah true <laughs> I also had um, as an honourable mention you mentioned Get Out another one which I felt was in a similar <clears throat> genre and almost made a number 5 was uh, a cure for wellness. Okay. Oh, with Which, Dane DeHaan. Yeah, um, and that also reminded me of the kind of weird 70s kind of films, almost 70s, 80s, almost like um, there's a weird setup and he's trying to discover what's going on and then it goes weird and it goes very, very weird and he can't escape. Almost prisoner-esque, like Patrick McGowan. You know, he goes to this oh, island okay. and this is town. It's all very strange. And it all just gets worse and worse and worse. And you don't quite understand. And he, he's a complete dick. So it's hard to, you know, he's like the city boy. He's almost a bit city boy trader sort of feeling. So you don't initially like him. You're like, okay, you deserve whatever happens. But when it starts happening, you're almost like, no, no, you got to get out of there, mate. Just get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> um <laughs> So I, I, like I really out. enjoyed that. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It goes crazy, but it's worth it's worth a watch. Let me know what you think. Um, I think it should be. It's been out for a while. Um, it might be on Netflix even. I'm not sure now, but... Oh, if it is, I'll definitely check that out. Um, I, was look. I think Fox it's... streaming bullshit. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I will wait for... Yeah, I don't channels. think it'll be too long. Oh, I think it's still available. It's still like to buy. Okay, so yeah, it'll probably be on Now TV soon, I reckon. Then because they, you know, they're Sky Cinema, so yeah. sort of linked. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so cool. sorry, the, the only, have you got any more, Marcus? Uh, well, that was kind of it, really. And then uh, you know, had Kong Skull Island as well as a big. <laughs> That's crazy the only mental. One that I had. Basically, these are all of the ones that are like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good actually. Yeah. These are all the films that just like you watch it, where you go, "Yeah, that's just nuts." Yeah, and, I and really, really looked like that. they had a great time. Um, the visuals were amazing. Yeah, um, uh, and I hadn't really seen anything with Brie Larson in until then, and then mm. saw Room as well. Uh, not the Room, yeah, the, the good one. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so yeah. excellent. And um, another one that kind of made it in there because I enjoyed it and it helped me with a small issue I had was It. Oh, yeah. Um, Coldrophobia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, man walks into a cinema, doesn't like clowns, watches the film about a killer supernatural clown. <laughs> Why the hell Goes. <laughs> This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself, Marcus and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com 
or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at NotWatchingPod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. While Ian takes care of that, I can exclusively reveal that uh, our com- combined movie of 2017 is Logan. Wow. I've just been uh, totting up some uh, points. Like, if I award, like, five to what you said was number one yeah. and go down. Uh, so, Logan, followed by Dunkirk, followed by The Last Jedi, followed by John Wick 2, followed by Blade, by Blade Runner 2049. Wow. That's our top five. <laughs> Cool. That's All not right. bad, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. It's pretty decent. Hey, Randy, what you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com comfy and get 20% off your first purchase.